Oh, shit. Guess who's back, motherfuckers, with the first podcast of 2019, the Whiskey Sick Podcast, episode 67, a.k.a. the arrival of the triple champ. The champ is here. Episode, hit him with that motherfucking theme music. So I gotta walk, got the chalk, got the draw Outlines for these ladies I'm about to slay Got my cape on with some napalm Shots of days gone, then the game's on What you play, huh? Hard to get, I'll be wet for all that dry hate Looking my way, while your eyes say You and I may get off like a right lane But I might strain, pull up lane with a migraine I'm a wrench to that ratchet bitch, a bench for the acid offense with a ladder, get up on it. I said a wrench to that ratchet bitch, a bench for the acid offense with a ladder, get up on it. Hello, mistake, what's your name? Such a shame, you don't drink, who's to blame? Cause I'm fine like I'm Cosby in the lobby of an AA meeting on a payday. We can make it rain even on a sunny day. What you say, you and I could run away. Meet up when you drop that molly. Off, love that chick of Molotov while she's on the side, hating faded lane on the pavement, wasting all of my patience. Come on, you gotta go, go ahead, put your bad self. You gotta get up, I'll beg, but I'll ask now. Come on and get up, all the edge with my hands out. You gotta get up, step, gotta make down. Motherfucker, get up, go ahead, put your bad self. You gotta get up, I'll beg, but I'll ask now. Come on and get up, all the edge with my hands out. You gotta get up, all step, gotta make down. Why don't you get up? It feels so good to be back, homies. It feels so good to be back right where I belong, behind the mic, talking that shit. We've started a brand new, a brand new year of shit talking has begun. I'm a little late on the New Year shit. I'm sorry. Um, I've been a little busy. I actually did try to do one on New Year's Day, but your boy was under the weather and, and it didn't go too well, so I had to scratch that shit. But the big announcement, everything, uh, you know, the, the, what everybody has been waiting for, the Whiskey Sick family of listeners, um, all, all now eight of you Whiskey Sick listeners, the Triple Champ is here. The Triple Champ is motherfucking here. The future Triple Champion of the world, the 145, the 150, the 170. That's the weight classes we're, we're targeting. He's here, homies. Last night, the triple champ was born. Seven pounds, nine ounces, 20 and a half inches long. The triple champ is motherfucking here. And a new era has begun. And with the arrival of the triple champ, and slightly before the arrival of the triple champ, the triple champ brought good fortune to the Dallas Cowboys. Oh, oh. How about them motherfucking D-Boys? Y'all thought y'all wasn't going to hear about them motherfucking D-Boys? You best to hope. If you ain't a D-Boy fan, but you listen to the Whiskey Sick Podcast, you motherfuckers better hope. You better pray to whatever motherfucking deity you got, whatever you worship, that them D-Boys don't win this Saturday and beat the Rams. You best to hope not, because you are never... Gonna shut me up. I'll do a whole goddamn podcast yelling, D-Boys, in your motherfucking mid-house. We're coming. We're gonna get into that shit. We're gonna get into the NFL, um, the end of the season, um, all the shakeups, the breakups, uh, the bitch-ass motherfuckers that uh, are, are fucking throwing their whole career away. We got UFC. I haven't even talked about the Cyborg uh, a Nunes fight. Uh, we had John Jones versus Gustafson, which was some bitch-ass shit. Uh, still cannot forgive Gustafson, if you know. I picked motherfucking Gus to win. I thought he won the first one. Uh, I still think he did. We're gonna get into that. Um, your boy, I, the other day, I didn't even know this was a thing. There's Moody Hank right there. She, Moody, uh, um, the, um... Uh, the mascot of the Whiskey Sick podcast, the one-year-old German Shepherd. You guys were actually, I, I did a podcast the day after I got Moody. Um, so y'all have been rocking with Moody since day one. Uh, Moody's over here. She's she's uh, excited to see your boy, uh, Seth Gecko, because I've, I've been in the hospital the last two nights. Uh, Triple Champ didn't want to come out. Uh, he was, he was uh, his due date was the first, and the first came and the first went. 
first came like me when I had the triple champ. You hear what I'm saying? <laughs> but then it went real quick. Like your boy Moody Hank when I had the triple champ. If you know what I'm saying. Anyways. January 8th, last night. He finally came. Had to be induced. The last couple nights I've been in the hospital. I'm actually supposed to be in the hospital right now. The triple champ hasn't blessed uh, his humble abode yet. He still has to spend one last night. You're like, what the fuck? Gecko, you just dipped out. Yeah, homies, I got a motherfucking podcast I got to get to. That's what I said. I got the people are dying to hear your boy Moody Hank, so I had to get here. Nah, uh, my old lady's mom uh, wanted to come through and, and spend the night. I had to get here to Moody and, and Michi Calhoun, who's uh, the, the 10-year-old German Shepherd. Uh, they've been left alone long, uh, far too long. Um, we've been checking in on them, but I uh, couldn't leave them another night. So here I am. And I said, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to do an impromptu uh, podcast because I haven't had time. Uh, shit's been, you know, wild with the holidays and everything. And then, and then we had a close call with uh, with Triple Champ, uh, whose name is Wyatt, by the way, like like Erp, gangster shit. So we got Michi Calhoun, we got Moody Hank, and then we got young Wyatt Christopher, a.k.a. the future Triple Champ. And uh, I, I know that uh, McGregor, uh, he has a, a son that's a year old or so, year and a half. Uh, he just had a baby like two days ago. We almost had, you know, the triple champ almost had uh, a, a common birthday with, with the real double champ uh, son or daughter. I, I don't know. If he had a son or a daughter, I don't, I don't know. Um, but uh, one of those uh, McGregor kids, um, whichever one's a boy, if they're both boys, they're both going to get that ass kicked. I'm calling it now. Because the triple champ is already in training. He hasn't even been here. He, he barely been here. He was born last night at 8.27. It's 9.44 the next day. My man is, is 25 hours old, and he's already training. We're talking, we're talking at least 18 years out, and he's already training for the contest. Um, it's real. We're coming for that. We're coming for Conor McGregor's son. Uh, son on son violence, we, we, we gonna fucking, uh, duke it out, um, I'll probably be, you know, 50 years old by then, Conor McGregor will probably be around 47, fuck it, we could be the, uh, uh, co-main event, I think I'll like my, my chances against a 47 year old, um, Conor McGregor, even at 50, so we could be the uh, undercard, and then the, you know, triple champ and, and McGregor Jr., they can get it on, uh, Shit can't be any worse than Tito versus Chuck uh, 15, whatever they just had. That whack-ass shit. Uh, Del- Delahoya's bitch-ass trying to, to, to pull the fucking wool over your eyes. Uh, all, all over that fucking Tito dick. Motherfuckers out there fucking uh, dressed up in little pantyhose and shit. Uh, I'd like to see that meeting when they made that fight. Nah, don't get me started on Oscar De La Hoya. We're gonna try to, we're, This year we're going to try to stay off of the Oscar De La Hoya. Uh, um, off that ass. We're gonna stay outside of that ass this year. Instead of being all up inside that Oscar De La Hoya ass, we're gonna we're making a commitment uh, to stay outside of his ass this year. And I know you're thinking, Gecko, you tried to give us your word that you would you wouldn't cuss. You, you said you wouldn't cuss this year in, in, in the last episode. And 12 minutes and 55 seconds in, you broke that motherfucking promise. Probably gonna break this motherfucking promise too, but. It's on wax. Fuck it. Uh, fuck else we got. So anyways, where I was going to get to, I'm, I'm babbling, motherfuckers. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm just excited to be here. Um, it's been a while. It's been since mid-December since your boy got on the mic. So I've been raring to go, man. And I told y'all, um, you see me uh, disappear for a little while, don't don't trip. Uh, I ain't going nowhere. Uh, might be a little bit of time, but I'm I'm, I'm, I'm coming ha- uh, you know, hard, fast, furious. I'm creating triple champs everywhere I come, homies. Um, but I stumbled upon the R. Kelly shit. We'll just get into this shit right now. We'll just kick off this, this shit with the, with the R. Kelly shit. I know if y'all are living under a, a rock or you're one of those, uh, Kellogg's cornflakes that, uh, detests, um, social media and you're too good for social media and you, you use, uh, you're like vegans. Uh, they use every opportunity they can to tell you that they're motherfucking vegans or prehistoric uh, dieters, whatever they call them motherfuckers now. You know, the, oh, I eat a prehistoric diet. Um, prehistory shit, homie. Like, uh, there was no written history of the diet they had. That's the shit I'm eating. Um, I don't know how you would know what the fuck they ate, but they eating it anyways. But just like motherfucking vegans, you got these um, 
these motherfuckers that can't wait to tell you that they don't have social media. They, 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 they say it with their chin tilted upwards, their nose, so you can look up and see their fucking uh, nostril hairs all tied in braids and shit. Uh, they put their nose and point it up to the sky. I don't do social media. I deleted my Facebook, all that shit. Um, if you're one of those motherfuckers and, and you haven't been on social media and seen all the fucking flaming ass memes, uh, all, all the little rants and all the protests and shit, uh, R. Kelly, um, I don't know why this is news now. It should have been news like two fucking decades ago, but I actually didn't see this shit. I just stumbled on the show the other night. I didn't know what the fuck it was. And it said, I knew it was some serious shit. Um, because anytime you mention um, R. Kelly now, it's some serious shit. Um, or, or it's a Dave Chappelle that you're fucking referring to. But it, it was called Surviving R. Kelly. That's, that's some like fucking ID network um, murder porn like headline right there. I was like, fuck, surviving? What the fuck did this guy get into now? If y'all don't know, he was, he was pissing on... on I'll piss on you, little drip, drip, drop, drop, drop. That that R. Kelly, I mean that that fucking Dave Chappelle skit and shit. That classic. He was doing this shit. He was peeing on like fourteen year olds decades ago. When I when I was graduating high school, I remember that shit. That was two thousand one, two thousand two. This shit is old news. Shit, dusty ass news. Somebody pledged that news, dusted off real quick. That shit. That shit's old. But somehow it's come back, and they with this new documentary that they that they did. Um, so I was watching this shit and I, I was blindsided because I, I, I had no idea what this was about or, or, or what the fuck. And, um, after seeing this shit, I never really, I remember when it was going down, I never really thought of it. I never really gave it too much thought. Nobody did. A lot of people just like, yeah, they're full of shit. And then a fucking video came out, like some grainy CD ass. And I'm, I ain't gonna bullshit you. I probably di- uh, downloaded that shit on, on LimeWire wire or, or LimeWire. Or, or Bear Share, or um, um, what was uh, Z- Zamster? Zamster? Zapster? Damn, what the fuck was the name of that? Zapster. Z- Napster. Napster, motherfuckers. Napster. Um, all those shits. I had all those shits. I probably downloaded this shit illegally and, and, and gave it a view and was like, the fuck? That's R. Kelly. Now, listen, I'm not saying he did that shit, but I'm saying he did that shit. I'm not saying that was him on the motherfucking videotape. But I'm saying that was him on the videotape, motherfuckers. Like, even then, I remember seeing this shit all, all seedy and, and grainy and shit. I was like, that's motherfucking R. Kelly. He, he basically was singing, uh, 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 I, I believe I can fly in that shit. You could tell by the notes he was hitting while he was pissing. That was R. Kelly. And, and still, people didn't give a fuck for some reason. I remember thinking, ah, you know, that's, that can't be real. Who... This fucking guy, how could this dude think he could get away with pissing on little girls like that? It can't, it's so wild. This motherfucker is so wild. He's howling at the motherfucking moon that he would piss on girls and, and think he could get away with it. He can't be that wild. This this can't be real. And then he got acquitted. And I don't even remember seeing uh, CNN or, or Nancy Grace you, with your old dusty baggy ass self out there. Uh, um, um. Probably because it had to do with black people. Nancy Grace don't touch anything color. Uh, it's always just little lost girls on her show and shit. Little lo- lost white girls and shit on her. Like, like no black kids or Puerto Rican kids or Asian kids ever get lost or anything. But lest I digress. I didn't see her ass outside the courtroom is what I was getting at. And, and, and I didn't see nothing. But now all of a sudden they put this surviving R. Kelly. I'm looking at this and I'm like, okay, so this lady's talking. They got the motherfucking, the, the, the lead actress... The star of the show, the star of the pissing video, like this this lady that was with R. Kelly in one of the videos, she would she would fuck these little kids too. But she was under the impression, I guess, if they were older or some shit, on one of them she thought they were older, and, and she would watch R. Kelly pissing this girl's mouth and shit. They got her talking about this shit, so obviously she she dodged some kind of uh, of. Um, of reprimand of any kind of uh, uh, um, lawsuits or legal action. She dodged all that shit, too. I mean, if she was involved in that shit. But anyway, so she's on there. So I'm like, yo, they got her on there? They got... Hold up, sir. Celebratory beer. We're still celebrating the rival of the tri- triple champ. But anyways, they got her on here. I'm like, that shit's, that shit's got to be real. That's like interviewing uh, Johnny Cochran uh, about the O.J. Simpson case. That's, that's a big-time guest right there. 
Um, so they had her on there, um, and, and and she's testifying that that all this shit went down. And, and I'm thinking the whole time I'm watching this tape and shit, I'm like, why the fuck is he taping this shit? Like, what? How how could? You're preserving evidence, homie. You're basically collecting your own evidence. You're, you're, you're building the case against yourself. You're, you're the detective of your own motherfucking case. You might as well just go over there and, 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 and do it in the fucking uh, police department lobby or some shit, homie. He, this dude's documenting wild shit. That's how crazy this dude is. And he goes on. It, some other dude came on there and said that this guy, he was like a bodyguard or some shit. All these motherfuckers, they weren't saying shit. Shame on you. There had to be dudes setting this shit up. There, all, all sorts of people had to know this shit was going on. And this bodyguard dude or, or manager or something or other was saying like, R. Kelly would say that he doesn't know why. He just can't stop filming this shit. Like he's got to watch his performance and critique it. Like, like, a, like, like fucking Tom Brady a, after a Sunday game. He's, you know, uh, you know, comes, comes to the office early and, and is like replaying tape and shit. That's this dude. He, he's drawing up new plays and shit, uh, new angles to piss on people and shit. I'm telling you, it's crazy. He was going, he was going wild. And then uh, they have uh, his ex-wife on there. They had his ex-wife on there talking about how uh, I, I, something about her niece or her, her fucking, you know, what, what, she introduced her, uh, her her niece to this dude. And, and they found out later that she was one of the girls getting peed on in one of the videos or something. Um, and, and, and they had his his personal assistant at the time is on. It's It's just everybody snitching they got everybody on here finally snitching and and their faces aren't even like pixelated. Um, there's no voice disguises where it's or shit. No, they're just all out in the open, heavy snitching. Like, I don't give a fuck snitching. Like, that's how serious this shit got. And I'm wondering, like, this is only one episode I'm watching. I look at this shit and I'm hitting the info, info button on my direct TV and shit. And it says, it says episode one. Like, this is a season this is like Game of Thrones. Is this shit going to be like cliffhangers and shit at the end of this? Uh, like, wait until you see his next victim. Like, that's going to be the next, you know, the, the lead off to the next season and shit. All this, all these pe- people snitching on him is in one fucking episode. I was like, man, this shit, this shit is out of fucking control. And then I'm like, how is this dude not on death row? How is he not in, in jail for his life? How, Shug? Is he not? How, Sway? Is he not? on death row this dude i mean they got video of him so you're telling me a jury had to look at this video and be like i'm not quite so sure even with him singing uh, i believe i can fly in in high c like only r kelly can do it they could like do like a like a fingerprint analysis analysis they could do like a a voice analysis on it and, and pin him down and run it through their database no voice uh matches other than his He's dead to rights on some, on some more than OJ shit. I mean, he, this dude, record, this would have been like if OJ recorded himself, like set up a fucking futuristic GoPro, like went out back in, uh, you know, forward in time, got himself a GoPro, came back in time on some Terminator shit and then recorded himself fucking killing uh, uh, Ron Goldman and, and Nicole Simpson. That's, that's what this dude, R. Kelly, did, except he wasn't killing people. He was just pissing on girls, 14-year-old motherfucking girls, and somehow he's still out in the open. And, and why? All, I, I'm also thinking, like, why is this coming up now? This happened, like, almost 20 years ago, almost two decades ago, this motherfucker. Now there's outrage of this shit? Like, we just now figured out that this dude uh, uh, got away with some fucking creepy-ass shit. More than creepy-ass shit. This this dude is, like, all-time... Look, he's not in jail, but his life is going to be super fucked up. And I am no way saying that, you know, this is uh, one of those people that, you know, oh, this will be worse punishment. No, it's not going to be worse punishment than, than getting your fucking uh, chocolate starfish penetrated uh, against your will uh, in prison for the rest of your motherfucking life. Nothing's going to touch that, but... You know, he, he's, he, his life ain't going to be... And all you sick motherfuckers that are playing his music and shit, I guess his downloads are skyrocketing on, like, fucking uh, um, Spotify and shit like that. Listen, if you're on Spotify, get on get on that old dope shit playlist and rock out to some real shit. Don't be listening to that motherfucking R. Kelly shit. You're out of your goddamn mind. But anyways, point is, if you haven't seen the shit, 
go see the shit, uh, Google it, whatever the fuck you gotta do, it, it, it was fucking crazy, this dude's howling at the motherfucking moon, tell me I'm lying, watch that shit, and I dare you to tell me I am motherfucking lying, this dude, R. Kelly, I don't know, man. But anyways, he, he he's back in the news, and, and, and he's back up to his old shenanigans. Uh, I can't imagine him not getting uh, slapped the fuck up in public, you know, when he's going to Starbucks or Panera Bread or wherever the fuck he goes. Um, what, what is a Gymboree in the mall, wherever the fuck he's hanging out. Uh, Kids Gap. I don't know, wherever you might suspect you would find uh, R. Kelly, uh, wherever he shows his face next. If you don't, duff, listen. If you see R. Kelly, anybody, anybody sees R. Kelly in public, and you don't duff him out on sight, it's fuck you, homie. It's fuck you. You have a, a, a responsibility to your country to duff R. Kelly the fuck out on sight, no questions asked, no announcing yourself, no nothing, no preamble, uh, n- none of that shit. You duff him out on sight. That, that's, that's called uh, street justice. That's called a citizen's arrest in the motherfucking streets. You perform a citizen's arrest on R. Kelly. Arrest that motherfucker and and, and call the motherfucking cops on his ass and say, this dude was on some shit. (sighs) Feels good to be back. I didn't think I was going to start this shit with the R. Kelly rant. I might do my gruff uh, ASMR podcast. That's one thing I want to do in 2019, though, man. I think 2000, was it this past year I discovered uh, the infamous ASMR? Um, I think it was this past year where I, where I discovered. See, listen, we almost rocking on two years with the Whiskey Sick Podcast, so I don't even remember. In May, this will be the end of April. It'll be the two-year anniversary of the Whiskey Sick Podcast, so I can't remember if it was 2018 or 17, but I think it was 18 where I came up with the, where I stumbled upon ASMR, and I, I'll give you an update right now. I still rock. I still fucks with ASMR. I got my little headphones on and shit, my fucking true wireless headphones on, uh, paired up, synced properly, listening to ASMR all the motherfucking time. It's like, it's like, it's some shit. And then I got into later in the year, I never even first came across it. Uh, somehow I was kind of disappointed in myself, but it was brought to my attention that there's ASMR porn. And I was like, of course there's motherfucking ASMR porn. Why didn't I think of that? Um, so then I, you know, my, my ASMRness went, you know, awareness went, went up another level, uh, later in the year when I discovered that. But the point is, is I've been, pro- I, I've been, I've been practicing. I'll be whispering to myself in the shower, uh, while I'm taking a shit. I'll be, I'll be fucking romancing my motherfucking self. Uh, wifey's been pregnant. So, you know, I, I've been having to, you know, she, she, she was big for a long time. Like the, the baby was big, you know, so I can't, you know, fucking you wife when she's like eight nine months pregnant that's like fucking your own kid like there's a full baby inside there you know what i mean but um i've been planning to do the asmr full full asmr episode of the whiskey sick of the whiskey sick podcast so that's coming out in 2019 so stay tuned that's what I'm planning. I'm planning the the the, the ASMR uh, full episode. So you know, I'm gonna drop that. Um, I've been practicing, like I said. I think I'm getting real good with the little taps and the little scruffies and shit on on the fucking microphone. Um, so that's something to look forward to this year. We're just onward and upward here with the Whiskey Sick Podcast. Um, I just had to make sure I, I saved that shit real quick. Every once in a while, you might hear an abrupt stop, and I start it all over again. That's just all I'm doing. I just remember to fucking save this shit. Um, what was I talking about? So that's something to look forward to. Um, let's talk about this uh, little little bit of fight shit that I, I'm a little late on. Uh, we had Nunez versus Cyborg. Um, that was that was some crazy shit. Listen, I got this shit wrong. I got both of them wrong. I, I went out. I, I went out on some bullshit at the end of the year with the fight picks. Um, I fell off hard. I'll, I'll be the first to admit it. Um, I picked Gus and I picked Cyborg and, and neither one of them won. I think I picked, did I pick, I, mi- I might have even picked Carlos Condit to be Michael Chiesa. And I don't know why I did that because Car- Carlos Ch- Condit, you're done, son. You couldn't beat me. You couldn't fucks with the triple champ right now, homie. So Carlos Condit's done. I remember the rest of the, Chad Mendes got knocked the fuck out if I recall. He got he got sunned uh, by um, 
Volkanovsky, Volkanovsky or something like that, Alexander Volkanovsky. I, I seen the dude fight before. Um, he came out and announced himself all across um, Chad Mendes' motherfucking face. Um, Chad Mendes got sunned quick, pappied up, Willie. Um, that was pretty bad. But then we had Chris Cyborg versus Amanda Nunes. And, and listen, I'll give her credit. You know, Amanda Nunes, we, we know how she dropped the fight. Um, you know, against Shevchenko the second time they fought. Before the second time they fought, she delayed it a little bit because um, she had a stuffy fucking nose. No bullshit. So I'm thinking it's fucking flu season. It's it, We're smack dab in the middle of fucking flu season right now at the end of December when this fight happened. I was like, there's no way she's showing up. She's going to have the scratchy throat. She's going to have the watery eyes. She's going to have a little cough, uh, a little phlegm buildup in the chest or some shit. There's no way she's made. She's already dropped the fight with a fucking stuffy nose. There's no way she's going to show up and fight Chris Cyborg. So victory number one went to Amanda Nunes before the fight even started because she actually showed up to the motherfucker. Um... I don't know if she's, like, sponsored by Claritin now in 2019 or whatever the fuck um, she's got going on. Or Benadryl, you know, is now um, rocking with the with the champ champ, Amanda Nunes. But this fight got started. And, and, and Cyborg got, got beat at her own game. Smacked at her own game. I mean, she landed, she landed like, two big shots. If you go back and look, um, the initial... Um, exchanges uh, were initiated by Chris Cyborg and she landed some big shots and Amanda Nunes took a, a little half step back and she landed flush that's normally that that moment right at the beginning of the fight is usually when all fights are over with Chris Cyborg then she just rushes you on some Vanderlei Silva shit and you just don't know what hit you and in within a few seconds you're you're done or, or you're almost done and you barely hang on a little bit and then you get sunned up at the end of the round uh but Amanda Nunes bit down planted her fucking feet uh, and fucking fired back and the overhand right of Amanda Nunes that was it she ducks her head and the way she throws if you watch um highlights of this shit watch how she throws her right hand she point she put she literally looks down at the floor and throws her hand over the top like she's throwing a fucking fastball from the mound. She throws it like a baseball. Almost like Chuck Liddell used to. But you, Chuck, Chuck Liddell used to like almost hammer fist. He used to land his his overhand right in a hammer fist motion. Uh, Amanda Nunes tur- turns it over like a regular punch. And, and she was just fucking landing that thing around Chris Cyborg's guard over her fucking jab. Uh, uh, Cyborg has a tendency to throw, uh, to, to start her combinations always with her left hand. She'll go one one two one two she, she's that kind of person that just throws ones and one twos like really well and so amanda nunez was timing her waiting on it and throwing that fucking fastball uh over the top of it and landing big shots on her wobbled her up against the fucking cage and that that was a booty hole puckering starfish puckering fight man when that shit was going down my butthole was fucking sealed up watertight you weren't getting a motherfucking pinky up there nothing you weren't getting nothing up my booty hole that shit was uh that was uh, i was getting flashbacks of sarah versus gsp now this isn't that kind of 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 um upset it was a fucking upset though um, and Chris Cyborg, she can box, and, and the thing that lately she'd been doing in her fights, you know, people were saying she was just letting fights go a little longer so she could get some work in, which could very well have been true, but she was boxing people, she was keeping her jab, you know, keeping her distance, um, she was, you know, throwing combinations and moving off, and she was trying to show some real skills, and she was in there against that young lady, oh man, uh, the, the, one of the baddest fucking female uh, boxers, I'm sorry, I'm forgetting her name, um, uh, but, they were they were in there. They had video of the two sparring. Google that shit, and you'll see she can box. She was boxing with like one of the baddest female fighters like ever, and she didn't do that. She got caught in her own and the same shit. She came with the same game plan, and you can't do that against a girl like Amanda Nunes. I'm on board with Amanda Nunes now. Listen, I, I, I'm tough. I'm tough, and then and then when you break me, uh, uh, I love hard. Amanda Nunes showed me some shit. She knocked that. She knocked Chris Cyborg the fuck out. And I, I think y'all remember me when when Whiskey used to be back on here and shit back in the day, uh, talking about how uh, Chris Cyborg was my and her husband Cyborg back in the day were my my Muay Thai uh, instructors uh, for a very brief time for about like six months when I went to a gym called uh, the Arena. Uh, they were both uh, teaching there for a little while, and that was like at the height of I ain't saying Chris Cyborg was taking you know some steroids or some spit some suspicious ass shit but i'm saying she was taking some steroids and some suspicious ass shit back then she was way bigger than me and i was like 170 175 pounds no bullshit she was pushing my weight she was pushing like 
170, 175, 180. I'm telling you, she was fucking big. And I remember after practice one time, uh, she needed, I was literally like the only person in, in, in the gym at that point. I stayed after and was just hitting the bag. It was like the middle of the fucking day. And there was like maybe a couple like people that work at the gym that were there. And Chris Cyborg was hitting pads and shit. And a, a guy came up to me and asked me if I wanted to go a couple rounds with her just to get her some work in. And I said, figgity fuck no i don't want to do that shit I, that's the only person i ever ever turned down uh, uh sparring with I, i've been i've been in there with some bad motherfuckers uh, diego sanchez i sparred with him around one time at, at city boxing back in the day um i've been in there with some some bad boxers and i said fuck no to chris cyborg when i was seeing her kick those fucking pads man those leg kicks i said uh-uh i ain't gonna do that shit chris cyborg is a fucking monster and, and beating her Amanda Nunes beating her, beating uh, Ronda Rousey, which was lovely, you know, the way she did it, uh, beating um, Shevchenko, who I, I think is the best fighter, women's fighter. I still think any given day she could beat Nunes, and it could go back and forth um, with those two, um, but uh, hats off, hats off. What, what do you do next with Amanda Nunes? I don't know. Um, I, you know, who do you get to fight her at 145? There's nobody at 145. Um, Megan Anderson, whatever, she she got a little toenail kick, uh, TKO, bullshit-ass TKO, she, uh, against, against my girl, Kat Zingano, uh, bad little Betty, Kat Zingano, nasty little Betty, uh, she got kicked in the eye, if you didn't see that one, a toenail went in her eye, and, and, and Kat Zingano lost, and she's got an eye patch in the whole nine yards, now, I don't know if, I, I seen you, Kat, I seen you on, on, like, TV and shit, or, or Instagram, or whatever it was with the eye patch, that looks like some some leftover clearance Halloween Depot, uh, you know, party city store like costume eye patch. Like I I don't know. I'm not calling shenanigans, but I'm kind of calling shenanigans here. Uh, I still love you. Um, she got kicked in the eyeball uh, with a toenail, and Megan, Megan Anderson won. But she's like really the only other 145er, and Chris Cyborg smoked her. She don't have a chance against Amanda Nunes. So I guess you go down to 135. There's more people there. She's never fought uh, Holly Holm. I don't know that Holly Holm deserves a title shot, but that makes an interesting fight at least. Um, so maybe that's next for her. I, I don't know. Alexander Gustafson, you you bust us, you bust us in. The fuck were you doing, homie? This motherfucker, you, 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 shame on you. Uh, they should, after this fight, he should have been uh, uh, Cersei'd. Uh, Game of Thrones Cersei'd. Uh, Cersei'd? Whatever her name is. Where they, where they took her ass, they stripped her ass naked, and, and made her walk in the streets ass naked while they tarred and feathered her. Did they tar and feather her? I might have made that up. Uh, they spit on her, though. I remember that shit. I remember somebody hocked a motherfucking loogie on her. Uh, there was, like, some, some uh, retro... Uh, a renaissance looking R. Kelly peeing on her and shit. You remember that fucking that episode and shit. That's what that's what should have happened to Alexander Gustafson for for that shameful ass performance he put on out there, man. This Buster just came out there and didn't do a goddamn thing. Uh, he, he, I don't I don't know you know anything about John Jones from this fight. I don't know if he's back. I don't know if he's for real because he didn't have anybody. He didn't have any resistance in this fight. Gustafson didn't do he. Gustafson, Gustafson did two things, nothing and not a damn thing, and those are the two things he did uh, that night, and and he didn't establish no jab, he didn't do nothing for no motherfucking body, and, and he didn't do himself any services out there, um, I can't even analyze his performance because he didn't do a motherfucking thing, and then he got taken down, and immediately they're saying afterwards he had a groin pull, get the fuck up out of here homie, uh, I like how these dudes say I don't make any excuses, and then they come out with their excuse, um, uh, Anytime you preference something like, uh, I'm not the type to do this, it means you're the type to do whatever the fuck you're about to say. And Gus says, I'm not the type to make excuses, but here's the excuse. I had a pull groin. Fuck up out of here with that shit. This is for the world championship. Uh, give me two pull groins. Uh, give me a, a, a pulled sphincter or some shit. I'm going to pull through. Uh, if you're the, you want to be the fucking champion of the world, that's what the fuck you got to do. Um, can't be rolling up here in, in here uh, half-stepping like you did, Gustafson. But Gus got taken down. Jones went right in, just passed it with no fucking resistance. He right in the half guard. And once he got that, he just started landing bombs. Started landing bombs with no 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 fucking resistance at all from from Gustafson. Uh, uh, and I think he was tapping the strikes. I, I might be wrong. I might have I made that shit up too. Uh, very likely I could have, but I thought he was about either about to or was tapping the motherfucking strikes. I'm gonna come out here with my BJ Penn voice. You tap the strikes, you're a bitch. 
uh, famous quote from BJ Penn uh, when he was talking shit about GSP, how GSP got sunned by Matt Serra and rolled over and was tapping the strikes, which was like the 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 number one, you know, fucking booty hole uh, puckering uh, moment uh, of my you know UFC watching career. Um, and then this Nunez shit just happened. But anyways, uh, that was a pathetic ass fight. Now now um, what's that motherfucking Smith? Uh, who, who, who was the fuck? Uh, it's John Smith. <coughs> I forget the motherfucker. He was the guy that was announcing. Uh, Steve Anthony Smith. Anthony Smith? Is it Anthony Smith? I think that's the dude's name. The ball-headed dude. He's fighting. Uh, it's, it's a tune-up fight. It's basically, oh, perfect, perfect segue. It, this is basically John Jones fighting this Anthony Smith cat. Is like, what, Seth Gecko? It's like Floyd Mayweather fighting... Kenshin Yatanchika. I can't remember dude's name. I'm sorry. Uh, the kickboxer kid. Uh, let's get into that shit. That's like John Jones fighting a- Anthony Smith next. Just uh, a fucking fake ass, a warm up fucking fight. Uh, that shit was Floyd. You motherfucker. This this dude motherfucking Floyd Mayweather. Nine million dollars for about a. I, I can't hate on that shit. That's his least payday. But you you make nine million dollars to go in there and do a W. Basically a glorified WWF. Uh, WWE, W, whatever the fuck it is nowadays. I don't know. I never watched that shit. I never got down like that. I was into real fighting. Um, but basically, it was just, you know, remember when he was on, when he fucked up the big show uh, on WWF or whatever it was? That's what this shit, this was just a new upgraded version of that with like a, a little fucking twist. Um, but I mean, this is like, you know, fucking Floyd Mayweather fighting. Uh, a world-class kickboxer, but making him box is like, uh, you know, fucking challenging Michael Jordan to a tennis match, you know what I mean? And then beating said Michael Jordan in the tennis match and and acting like you're the motherfucking shit. You didn't beat him in basketball. You you beat him in foosball. You you beat him in tetherball. Remember that shit back in the day? You you fucking hit the ball and it wraps around the motherfucking pole. Uh, That was a lame-ass sport. But my point is, that's like challenging MJ to some fucking dominoes or something and beating him and then acting like you you beat him at basketball. No, homie, you didn't. You beat a fucking kickboxer at boxing and it was scripted as a motherfucker. And all you little MMA motherfuckers, I think even the dude Kelly Pavlik who was on uh, Joe Rogan, I haven't seen it, but I think even he said it. I think it was today. That he didn't think it was fake and all this shit. Shut the fuck. Shut the fuck up. That that's that that fucking uh, method man uh, and, and limp biscuit. Shut the fuck up right there. That that's all I can say. To you. If you think that shit was real, um, then then you you probably don't. You're probably one of the people that doesn't think that was R. Kelly in that motherfucking video. That's all I gotta say on that shit. Uh, but uh, you you didn't do shit. And if you really you. You remember back in the day, McGregor said he wanted to fight him in MMA, and, and, and you know Floyd was saying he would do that, but he didn't want to fight in MMA because you know Conor McGregor only makes ten million dollars, and that's chump change, and, and he can get a hundred million dollars to fight, and that was his his initial reason for not wanting wanting to fight Conor, or one of the reasons he was talking shit about Conor was because Conor was only making ten million dollars to fight MMA, and he was making a hundred million. This motherfucker did. Made nine million dollars to do a fucking fake fight. That's like in MMA. That's like offering to do. That's like offering to, uh, somebody ten million dollars to do topless, and you say no, 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 no. I'll I'll get paid nine million dollars to go full nude. You know what I mean? Like I'll I'll get, I'll do I'll get paid less to do more. That's what this motherfucker did. And 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 so you, you could have got paid. Um, you, you decided to, to to go full fucking nude. And, and and fight a kid, uh, a kickboxer that would have fucking knocked this dude's ass out with a fucking axe kick or some kind of spinning tornado hurricane kick. Uh, instantly, he would knock Floyd Mayweather the fuck out. This dude got hit with a with like a grazing jab and was like it was like anime. It was like an anime episode. He's flying through the motherfucking air uh, across the fucking ring like he was tied to a bungee cord or some shit. Uh, it, it was crazy. This dude's like wobbling around like like chicken dance. And every, every time he like a, a fucking wind punch, like every time he missed, he would still get fucking hurt. Like it, it was crazy on some Nganu shit. Um, when Nganu just knocked that dude out with the with the fucking phantom punch and shit. Um, 
So I, I, I don't know what the fuck that was all about. Um, you, you basically, uh, you, this dude fucking tension. Okaz, he didn't even look bad. I mean, it looked like at times, like he was kind of pulling up, like all of a sudden he could like, you know, I might actually hurt this old man or some shit like that. And, you know, he, he was like Brad Pitt and snatch. He, 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 you had this feeling like for a second, for half a second, like he got paid to go down and, but he might fuck up and actually knock. Floyd Mayweather the fuck out on accident and everybody would lose a lot of money. He looked like, this motherfucker looked like my young hoe with bleached hair and shit out there on, on some snatched uh, Brad Pitt shit is what I thought this was going to be or could have been. But no, homie just decided to go full-blown full, born, full, full blown, um, WWS, Vince McMahon shit, uh, XFL type shit out there. Some phony baloney shit, man. Fuck that shit. Fuck you, Floyd Mayweather, for that shit. Um, clowning Conor McGregor for making 10 mil. You're going to make 9 million to do some fucking uh, just shy gay porn out there shit. Fuck off, homeboy. You want the real match? You want the real? You want to really go out with style? Bring your motherfucking ass. I've been begging you. I don't know how else... Uh, a motherfucker could beg you, uh, shame you, taunt you, uh, disrespect you uh, more than me. Bring your ass to the motherfucking Thunderdome and fight me. That's what needs to go down. Kickboxing. I ain't this tension, my young hoe, bleached hair, Eminem, my young hoe looking ass motherfucker. I, I ain't that level. I'll still knock you the fuck out, Floyd. You allow kicks, you getting knocked the fuck out, Floyd. Bring it. That's the only thing. That's how you end your career. That's how you cap off a fucking perfect career. And I don't know. I haven't looked at the standings or his record or anything. But this, it would be interesting to see if he's he's even counting that shit as a, a fucking victory. Is this dude now wearing fifty one and O t shirts? If this dude's got if he's selling fifty one and O t shirts, I just like if you see R Kelly in public and you owe it to your country to immediately duff him out on site. You have to duff or, or at least attempt to duff. Floyd Mayweather the fuck out if you see him on site, if you see him rocking a 51-0 and uh, t-shirt. if that that There's no way that shit's on his official fucking record. And if it is, that's some seriously shit. That, that's some, him and Alexander Gustafson put him on the same cobblestone fucking driveway and, and walk their asses, strip their asses, ass naked, and, and fucking piss on them as they walk down the goddamn fucking uh, Game of Thrones season 9 shit. Uh, whatever the fuck you gotta do if you see Floyd Mayweather out there rocking a 51 and 0 goddamn t-shirt fuck out of here with that bullshit I didn't even know I was gonna talk about that shit but it, it sparked in my mind so I, I, I can't forget about that shit I ain't agreeing to stay out of Floyd Mayweather's ass this year I, I said I might attempt uh, to try to stay out of uh, De La Hoya's ass unless he does another MMA event and then, I'm, and then it's fucking all bets are off um what else do we got? Let's talk D-Boys. Fuck it, man. I, I had a lot of topics on here. I'm already going into the 45-minute territory. I'm on one, homies. I'm fucking I'm on one. It, it, it's fucking approaching 1030 at night, and I'm just in here just fucking wild, and the neighbors are probably like, I, I, I fucking yell. I get into this shit, so they're probably wondering what the fuck is going on. I don't know what to tell them. I don't know what to tell them, man. I, I just say, mind your own motherfucking business. Uh, I'm talking to my eight homies here that listen to the Whiskey Sick Podcast. But no, for real, uh, the podcast has been taking off. Uh, got a lot of new downloads. So all you new new, new people that, you know, push my listening audi- audience to about 14 now, uh, thank y'all for listening. Tell the homies to tell the motherfucking homies. Um, but let's talk NFL. If you're new to the motherfucking podcast, your boy Moody Hank is a diehard D-Boys fan. Dallas motherfucking Cowboys. We just finished off a 10-6 and 6 record. We went in. Dak Prescott, 4th and 15 against the Giants. Throws a fucking uh, a BB dart into the motherfucking end zone uh, to Cole Beasley. Wins the motherfucking game. I knew right then and there that this was going to be different. I knew that this was the year uh, of the triple champ. And I knew with the arrival of the tri- triple champ, if we could just get past uh, the Seahawks game, if the Cowboys could just pull off that Seahawks game, it would mean that I get to watch my first game with my new triple champ son this Saturday. And, and the arrival of him is signifying a new era. This ain't your this, this ain't your grandpappies. This ain't your pappies motherfucking D-boys anymore. This is a motherfucking 
these them boys. And and Dak is balling. Zeke is balling. If Dak can just put together another solid performance, the Cowboys are going to upset the motherfucking. They're going to upset the world. They're going to pull the Amanda Nunes. The, the Dallas Cowboys are, are, are like the motherfucking Nick Diaz of the NFL. I'm telling you, they're going to put a run to this end. Um, and when they interview Dak Prescott after this motherfucking game, he's going to look at, at Josina Anderson or, or whoever's on the, on the, holding the mic in front of his face, and he's going to say, I'm not surprised, motherfuckers, because we are the Nate Diaz's, the Nick Diaz's of the motherfucking NFL. We're going to come here and halt the motherfucking train, just like Nick Diaz, uh, or Nate Diaz, rather, did against Conor McGregor in that first fight, brought that train to a halt. A screeching halt. That's what we're going to do to these motherfucking Rams. One and done. And I was actually going to try to show... I was going to go to this motherfucking game if if, if my my little homie popped out last week. Um, if he would have come on time, then um, I was going to go to the game. It, it's in L.A. And, you know, we over here rocking, doing the show in, in, in Dago Bitch, California, a.k.a. Sandy, Sandy, Lego, I'm a motherfucking Ego, uh, you bitch. Um, so, you know, it's just a hop and a skip for me, uh, LA, my second home, uh, I fucks with LA, I just don't fucks with their sports team, so it's fuck the Chargers, it's fuck the, fuck the Rams, it's fuck the Lakers, it's fuck the Clippers, it's fuck the Kings, it's fuck all that shit, you know, fuck all that fuckery, oh, man, I'm on, I'm on fucking point today, uh, this, dude, ooh, I feel good in 2019, I'm stronger than ever, motherfuckers, but anyways, I was gonna try to go to the game, and, uh, you know, he came a little later, he came last night, and we're not even going to get back from, so I can't go to the game is what I'm getting at, uh, but my cousin's going to go there, shout out to the homie, uh, he's going to go represent uh, all the way from Albuquerque, New Mexico to 505, shout out, shout out to motherfucking Albuquerque, New Mexico, um, he's going to go to the game, and we're going to shock the fucking world, I got the Dallas Cowboys winning this game, and I think it's going to be, it's going to have to be high scoring, I think, you know, if the Cowboys can keep the Rams under, I'm going to say they're going to do it, I'm going to say it's going to be a 31-27 to game, and I think the Cowboys are going to win 31-27, to and, and the key is to hold that motherfucking team under 30 points, uh, Gurley's going to be back, it's going to, it's going to be a tough game, but we're going to do it, uh, unfortunately, the Eagles, the, mo- the most lucky motherfuckers in the world, uh, that buster-ass baby, uh, bitch-ass Parky, I was like, is that his real name? First of all, you gave this dude $9 million and his name is Parky. Like, like, come on, man. Like, that's the softest, that's softest baby shit. That's soft as the Triple Champs shit right now. That's, that's baby shit soft. Like, Parky? You gave this dude $9 million to miss that kick, to miss 11 kicks? This motherfucker missed 11 kicks this year. He missed more kicks than my young ho. My young ho, he's making my young ho look like 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 fucking Morton Anderson, like a fucking shoe in Hall of Famer. My man, my man, my young ho's over here teaching fucking indoor soccer down the street here in Dago, and, and, and this dude Parky's making him look like a fucking all time great. Uh, this dude hits the crossbar like sixteen times, and somehow it still doesn't go in. And they're like, oh, somebody blocked. Who gives a fuck? You missed a motherfucking kick, homie, and you let the goddamn Eagles. Not only did they they sneak in the back door. Uh, it, it through the emergency exit, um, you know, when, when you used to go in, you used to have a homie, one person buy a ticket to the movie and he runs down into the back and lets the, all the other homies in through the emergency exit. That's how these motherfuckers let, let the Eagles in the goddamn playoffs. And now they're going to go on some run because it's this, this motherfucker, uh, Nick Foles, this motherfucker, this, you, you nasty motherfucker. I hate me some Nick Foles. I hate me some Eagles. Uh, my, my, the most hated franchise I can most hated sports anything is the motherfucking Eagles. I can't stand the fucking Eagles. And, and they let them in the motherfucking tournament, and now they're letting them make a fucking run. And I would not be surprised if these asshole uh, extraordinaire Saints biff this shit and lose to these goddamn Eagles. And, and we'll see them. We'll see them again for the third time because we've already beat that baby bitty ass twice this year. But not Nick Foles. We beat that bitch-ass motherfucker Carson Wentz. And I always said Nick Foles is better than Carson Wentz, and Carson Wentz ain't shit. He ain't shit. He ain't never been shit. That's on wax, motherfuckers. Go check the tapes. Go check the motherfucking audio. That's on wax. Since day one, I said that motherfucker ain't shit. He ain't shit. He's on that Tony Romo injury right now where he's not. They, if, if he was healthy, they wouldn't be putting his ass back up in there. That's going to tell you some shit. But they let they fucked around. They let these motherfuckers in through the back door, and they're going to cause some fucking damage. Um, but I got the Cowboys. I got the Cowboys winning this shit. Uh, I got the triple champ on my lap watching his first D-Boys victory. 
I know he heard me in there. I, my old lady was sitting right next to me watching that game against the fucking Seahawks. She was right there. So I know my little man was listening. He, he knew this is some next level shit he was about to get into. So maybe that's why he was kind of trying to hang on a little bit longer in there. He's like, I don't know if I'm ready for this. He had to get in some more rounds and shit just to make, get his cardio up to, you know, have to deal with what he's about to go through. But uh, we're going we're gonna, to, we're gonna, um, you know, He's going to experience the, the full Monty this weekend. We're throwing him right into the fucking fire, which is the Dallas Cowboys in the playoffs, man. It's going to be intense. And expose him to that gangster-ass shit right quick. Um, And then what What else we got over there? The Chargers are on some shit, man. Right, who, go back. Go back on wax. Go check the fucking tapes. Who told you? I'll give you this. I can't remember if I picked the Chargers. For like the last four years, I picked the Chargers versus Cowboys in the Super Bowl, and I was figuring, I don't know why I wouldn't have done that this year. I mean, eventually, I guess not. It doesn't ever have to happen. But I picked them to at least, the Chargers to at least be in in the AFC Championship game, and I picked them to win the division. They didn't quite win the division. They kind of choked that shit away at the end. They came very close to proving me right on on that. Um, Still, they finished... 12-4, 13-3 12 and 4, 13 and 3 also or some shit like that. I think they were 13 and 3 also. Something like that. But the Chargers are the real deal and they're going to smoke. I think they're going to smoke the Patriots. I think it's going to be a What are we going to do? Let, let's say let's do a Let's do a 27. Let's do a like what what the Let's do a 27 to 14. I think it's going to be a 27 to 14 type of game. 13 points at Foxborough is an ass whooping in, in, in the playoffs against Tom Brady. That, that's all that is. So I, I'm going to go ahead. I'm, I'm rocking with the motherfucking Chargers. And, and the Colts, listen, they sunned my D-boys a couple weekends ago. Like three weeks ago, not even that long, 23 to nothing. Shut us out now. The Cowboys, uh, they squandered multiple opportunities. It, it should have been a hell of a game, actually. The Cowboys just kept fucking up. They were moving the ball at will and then just shot themselves in the foot, dropped balls in the end zone. Uh, just all kinds of stupid penalties. And they got shut out. They fucked around and got shot at, shut out. Uh, to the Colts, and, and the Colts ran all over him. This dude, um, something Mac, whatever the fuck his name is, went, went off for like 150 yards against the Cowboys. He had 150 again this week, 148 or some shit like that. Uh, the kid could run. Now they got an offensive line. All of a sudden, the best offensive line in the game. I don't give a fuck what you say. That's that's the Colts now. All of a sudden, the team that had couldn't you know couldn't keep. Um, Andrew Luck on his feet. Now, all of a sudden, he never gets touched. He don't even get breathed on. Uh, nobody's even, you know, you know, trying to shine him up. They can't, they, they can't even get close to him. And so, I, am I going to pick him? Listen, if I was a betting man, I don't know the odds. If I was a betting man and I had to put some kind of money on a bet where I could actually make money and I had to take a dog in this fight, well, I'd actually put it on the Cowboys. The Cowboys are seven, minus seven. A hundred percent, they're going to cover that. They ain't going to get smoked out. They never get smoked out except for that fucking Colts game. But I'd put it on the Cowboys. But if I if, if you just couldn't do that, I'd put it on the fucking Colts. It wouldn't have surprised me. Uh, defense is playing actually pretty well. Um, fucking Mahomie. Mahomie is a motherfucker. That Patrick Mahomie is a motherfucker. God, he's throwing he's throwing darts all over the place. He's throwing fucking Dennis Eckersley fucking submarine uh, uh, fastballs and sinkers and shit all across the field. And I don't know how he does it. He's he's fucking crazy. Um, I'm gonna officially pick the fucking Chiefs. I wouldn't like you know Chargers Chiefs for the third time. You know the one and one right now. That that's a hell of a game. And then what? How would you like two division matchups in the in, in in the conference title games? You have Chiefs Chargers playing for the third time, and then the Eagles Cowboys playing for the third time. And I'm gonna go out and I'm, I'm gonna tell you the Eagles are gonna beat the fucking Saints. The Eagles are gonna beat the motherfucking Saints. The more I think about it, it's just my fucking luck. If the Cowboys lose on Saturday, a hundred percent. Get your fucking deed out. Get it out of the fucking lockbox or whatever the fuck you got, uh, and and, and fucking put. Your fucking mortgage. Put your motherfucking house on the Eagles. If the D-Boys lose, 100% the Eagles are going to win. Why? Because that's just the kind of luck I have when it comes to the fucking D-Boys. And, and that's just the kind of luck the motherfucking Eagles have. They're they going to fuck. It's 100% guarantee. Now, if the Cowboys win, it's less likely. But I still think the Eagles are going to fucking pull this shit off. Just because they're just going to fuck. It's going to be. They're going to make it an ugly game. That defense is now playing well. Uh, all these scrubs they got up off of the fucking soup kitchen lines and shit that they got playing in their secondary and shit. Uh, you know, working at Brother Benno's, handing out fucking uh, blankets and shit. These motherfuckers they got playing for their defense now or somehow they somehow figured it out. And, and they're, they're, they're playing well. 
And if they can make it an ugly game, uh, the Saints, them booty holes are going to pucker, just like they did against the Cowboys when they rolled up into the D-Boy Stadium, got that ass properly cracked. Um, they're going to roll up in there, and they're going to fucking choke. When the booty holes get tight, when the booty holes get tight, Nick Foles, he seems to have, they call him Big Dick Nick. If you didn't know about that, the, the fucking rumor is they call this dude Big Dick Nick. And what does is, what is a Big Dick Nick do? Penetrates tight booty holes. And that's what he's going to fucking do. He's going to figure it out. I'm, I'm serious. They call him Big Dick Nick. I didn't just make that shit up. Uh, apparently, homie's got a fucking shooter on him. Uh, a fucking massive shooter. Um, There's no bearing on the game. Uh, it doesn't add anything to it to, to the way he throws a football or reads a defense. It's just a little tidbit I'm throwing out there. So that's that's the that's the picks. I'm going I'm going Chargers, Chiefs, Cowboys, Eagles. And if the Cowboys win and we're one game away from the motherfucking Super Bowl, uh don't even don't even tune in to episode uh 60. What is we what are we on right now? 67. Don't even tune in to 68 cuz it's on all it's going to be is D-boys. All it's going to be. I'm telling you now. I don't want I don't want any of the fucking little emails. Of all you do is talk about the D. I don't give a fuck. I and you know what? I don't want them. I don't want them now. I don't want your emails now talking about, "Oh, didn't you bury these motherfuckers? Didn't you do a whole episode where you had like a fucking funeral for the Dallas Cowboys, gave them a 21 gun salute and played taps on the motherfucking French horn and shit for these motherfuckers?" Yeah, that was me. I did that shit. And I exhumed them the week after because they got a big-ass motherfucking win. I reserve the right to do, say whatever the fuck I want to say or do when it comes to the Dallas Cowboys. I ride hard. I love hard, motherfuckers. Uh, all sorts of coaches getting fired. It was like that fucking song from uh, fucking uh, Let the Bodies Hit the Floor. Let the Bodies Hit the Floor. Fucking coaches were getting fired left and right after the last week of the fucking season. Um, Marvin Lewis. Uh, who's the black Jason Garrett or Jason Garrett is the ginger white uh, Marvin Lewis now uh, two motherfuckers that could never get fired no matter how, how shitty of a coach they were Marvin Lewis finally got fired Hugh Jackson got fired in the middle of the fucking season uh, that, that was crazy I mean homie was like 1 in 32 and, and got fucking fired remember I was talking about it's like you know, being a car salesman and not selling a single fucking car the whole year. You're going to get fucking fired. It shouldn't have taken an entire year. You know I mean? You go one in 32. Uh, but uh, these motherfuckers will start getting axed. As soon as the last game of the season, these motherfuckers were getting fired like Rite Aid seasonal employees and shit. They were like fucking, bam, hitting the motherfucking unemployment line real quick. Um now, you know, uh, Mike McCarthy's gone. You know, a lot of these, these these fucking teams are getting, I think today, they uh, you know, a lot of a lot of these motherfuckers are, uh, the, the league is a co- copycat league. You know, they see what the Rams did with the Sean McVay shit, and now everybody tries to get that new hot young fucking coach and shit, and, 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 and they make terrible decisions. They give, give these fucking coach, the fucking offensive coordinator for the Titans got a head coaching job. I forget who fucking, who hired him, uh, but he, he got a fucking job. Adam Gase, whack-ass motherfucker, a former coach for the Dolphins. You're like, why would you want to hire anybody who's ever coached the motherfucking Dolphins? Unless it was Don Shula. Other than that, they've never, I can't ever remember them having a winning season. So if, they, if you told me you coached the Dolphins, I'll tell you to leave. If you're at the interview and I say, you know, what have you done to prepare for this position as the head coach of my team? And you say, I was the coach of the Dolphins. I say, leave. Let that door hit you on the way out too, motherfucker. Stop and let that motherfucking door hit you on the way out. Fuck you talking about? Chris Richard, uh, the the Cowboys, like basically the defense coordinator for the Dallas Cowboys who we got from the Seattle Seahawks, which I have no idea why they let him walk away. He's a bad motherfucker. Um, he, he, he's, he's turned around this Cowboys defense. He's still out on the market. I, they're saying he's going to go to the Dolphins. The Dolphins fuck shit up. Look, they had a chance. Remember him? Remember back in the day, they had the inside track to land who? Drew Brees. And right after he he got let go by the Chargers because of his fucking shoulder, or they had a a trade. I can't remember how it went down. They decided not to do it because they were worried about his shoulder. So they let Drew Brees go to the Saints. They let him because he was going to sign there in, in Miami, and they let him. Imagine the 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 change in fortunes on that shit. Now they have an opportunity that, who I think, you want the next Sean McVay, young stud fucking uh, dude who can, this dude, Chris Richard, can fire people up. He can coach. He, he's respectable. 
I hope nobody takes him. I hope the Dolphins fuck up and don't take Chris Richard because I need him. I still need him on my motherfucking team. And, I, and we will fucking suffer if we lose that motherfucker. So hopefully um, nobody picks him up. We can keep him. I was hoping if the Cowboys were going to miss the playoffs, they would miss big. And, and Jason Garrett would finally get his, a.k.a. the fucking ginger uh, uh, Marvin Lewis would finally get fired. Obviously, now he's not, but I wanted him to get fired at the time so that we could promote. Hopefully, Jerry Jones would have the sense to promote Chris Richard as the Cowboys coach. I'm telling you, if he was the Cowboys coach, there's no doubt we'd be winning the Super Bowl right now. I think that dude's that fucking good. But Jason Garrett, uh, it's it's bittersweet if you're a Cowboys fan, if you're, you're rolling with the D-Boys because you, you, you're in the playoffs, you win a playoff game. Uh, we celebrate like it's a fucking Super Bowl because that's just what we do, and we don't have much to celebrate that often when it comes to playoff success. Um, but, you know, it's bittersweet because, you know, you're like, yes, we're playing another game, and especially if we, we beat the fucking Rams and go to an NFC championship game, we're never getting rid of Garrett. So at one point, you're like, fuck, yeah, we still rolling, motherfuckers. And the other thing, you're like, you're fucking crying tears of a clown type shit because you're like, fuck. Damn it, we're stuck with goddamn Garrett. Jerry Jones ain't getting rid of Jason Garrett now. Not now, not nur. Triple Champ's going to be fucking replacing Dak's replacement here in a little while. Maybe. You know, he's going to knock Conor McGregor's son the fuck out. And, and then just moonlight his way on over to the fucking D-Boys and lead them to a Super Bowl championship. And Jason Garrett's still going to be the motherfucking coach. I'm calling that shit right now. That's it, motherfuckers. I mean, I'm an hour into this shit, man. We're approaching 11 o'clock now, man. I'm fucking rolling on fumes. I haven't slept in two days, two nights. Um, You know, little little Triple Champ came at 8.27 p.m. last night. Uh, Two, uh, almost three hours. It was like two hours and 50 minutes of pushing from my old lady. Pushing and pushing. Little man didn't want to come out. It was was exhausting. I'm I'm over there coaching. Uh, you can do this, don't give up, you know, fucking picture his face, you know, the triple champ, you know, picture the three belts around his waist, you know, I'm trying to cheer her on, it was exhausting, we didn't end up getting our fucking, we get transferred to another room after you have the baby in one room, they transfer you to another room where you're gonna stay for the next 24 hours, you know, 48 hours, um, to get, make sure everything's okay, uh, that shit didn't go down until like one in the morning, uh, couldn't sleep, you know, had, you know, uh, we had to get up and, you know, he has to breastfeed every couple hours and they had to check him every couple hours. So you don't sleep. And so I, I'm rolling on fumes. But I, I said, you know what? I got to come up in here and I got to get one knocked out for the fucking Whiskey Sick podcast. And all the new homies is rocking with me. Um, so I had to get a new 2008, uh, a 2019, sorry, uh, uh, podcast in, man. And hopefully I'm going to get back on here uh, a little more frequently. Uh, it's going to be tough with the little man here for a little while. Um um, but you know, I, I'm gonna get on here. Don't, don't you fucking think I'm going anywhere. Uh, y'all saw today, man. I, I'm come. I'm fired the fuck up. Uh, I'm hungrier than I've ever been. I'm coming for the fucking belt this year. You know what? I'm, I'm gonna get on the motherfucking map. Uh, so if you fucks with me, I fucks with you. Uh, tell your homies to tell the motherfucking homies. Uh, but until then, this is the Whiskey Sick Motherfucking Podcast. I be your boy, Seth Gecko, a.k.a. Moody Motherfucking Hank, and I'm out, motherfuckers. Our last check, is he back yet? Homies on lunches, tactic, it's a dip, start doing backflips For that bad bitch down on admin, now I'm mad that he can smash it Then I'm fuck stuck sitting next to Catherine, she's babbling about damn kids Shut the fuck up, think I had enough love, never getting much love Things gonna change when I hit him with an eight jar complaint They all remain quiet in the hallway when I pass by, what up? Homie, that's right, stuff me closing last night, fuck you in my past life, life. Must've been Sheen's rubber, look at these all three motherfuckers, mean muggers Clock got cleaned under blink, wonder how long can a fucking background take? Sit the ass down, explain to me how you been late 26 damn times in a month that's rough Ass fucks giving none left one Did you up, let's go Fort lift spinning Top down stunting on some OT Nothing done the whole week Lunch up an OG Kush Slowly push My luck like it's raised White fuck gotta take my See me still in boxes on my day Y'all say I'm laid off When the state calls Stay getting paid Y'all pray that my face stalls out Heavy on the clutch Not enough gas Gotta run fast Got your one last shot For the clip run down Got the window down In the VIN locked out Flip a bitch go round There it is slow down Cock a click goes flat Heads in the clouds I come back down In five you I take a bow Keep up right now In five you Late, it's just not
floor I'm guessing four I'm setting high score in my mention a few times While I'm getting brains making change for a few dimes Cause it's two times like a two winds up like a two nine Like a futon, check the two side cause it's noon high the smooth eyes got my shoe shine Kick the bitch in gear, tell the cruise I'm in the news tides Wait soon by chokes and you'll soon find out like I'm doing right now Living in the past, turn a knock one day Chilling at the pad about a block away A hop and a skip, only walk one way Down the boulevard, looking hard, talk shit fades Giving day, wishing never stayed Pitching them rocks and shots at clay Pitching trace, missing every day Inches to the gray, shit is way different Winning from the streets of memory lane Get it back on your feet, guess you better get a name Or you'll be back, best believe that Just bleed tracks, trying to feed back Got trees past hell's cheap ash That bowled out, then we roll out Hit the road, out heads in the clouds that we blowed out Bet it's gonna rain, better slow down Swipe the car again, getting low now Waiting for the day I can show how I was raised front run, never top ten On the last lap, like my eyes thin Down the home stretch, closing in, I'm gonna catch up When the going gets rough, I'm gonna give up I know it's five with you